0: Adams, Adam Lee, Adamowski, Bueller, Burns, Burns, Burns.
1: School. Joe, where are you going with that mic in your
0: hand? It's time for school, rock school, with your hosts, Doctor Joe Burns. Have you ever heard of the Bonzo Dog Doodah Band?
2: No, I have not.
0: They're also called the Bonzos. No, no, no. Have you ever heard of a Death Cab for Cutie? You know I have. Right, that's sort of an alternative band. And I've always kind of thought that was an interesting name. And before I researched this show, I never understood what Depth Cab for Cutie meant. Class is in. This is the Rock School radio show. Here on the Rock School Radio Network. My name is Joe Burns. Who are you? I am Tammy Burns. Now, look, Tammy Burns, normally I do a tremendous amount of research into these shows and I try to make it so I am educated so I can make sure that the audience is educated. Right. But now and again, I do a show for no other reason than I sort of found this thread and I found it interesting. Okay. Hit me. Here's the thread it's basically just parody bands bands that were created to make fun of other bands right and really spinal tap immediately jumps to mind maybe the ruttles jump to mind Mm -hmm. but there's so many cover bands and bands that combine multiples Uh, tenacious d obviously being one of them with jack black right and i'm looking over these all and i just kept finding more and more and more so for no other reason than I found this information and no other reason than I think the music that these bands are creating are absolutely wonderful and hilarious. Right. That's what we're gonna do today. So sit back and just simply be entertained. I mentioned the Ruttles. Right. Now that was 1978, it was a Beatles parody called All You Need Is Cash, aired on ABC. Now, it aired previously in the BBC, but if it doesn't happen, in America, do we really care? No. Yeah, that's what I think, too. George Harrison fully backed it. And by the way, George Harrison also appears in Monty Python's The Life of Brian. Now, it is Monty Python that does it, but let's be honest, it's Eric Idle. Mm-hmm. He decided to write a series of songs that sounded like the Beatles. Right. And it really did sound like the Beatles. It was a mockumentary, much like Spinal Tap. Again, all you need is cash. There was a soundtrack that followed. It was a series of skits that followed the timelines of the Beatles. And the it was the costumes that were right on the money. And if you want to see any of this, it's all over YouTube. According to what I read, Lennon loved it. And when they sent him information, sort of, hey, look at this, what do you think about this? He right. refused to return it. No, come on. he wanted to keep it. He was it. so above it? It's not that. He thought it was so wonderful, he wasn't going to send back the stuff. He, oh. wanted to, he wanted to keep the stuff they sent oh, okay. him. Okay. Ringo Starr said the happy parts were fantastic, but the sad parts got... Too sad. Oh, come on, honey. Uh, McCartney said he was "Eh, so-so on it, but his wife, Linda, thought it was great. And let's be honest, if your wife thinks it's great, it is. then it is absolutely great. In 1996, the Beatles came out with the anthology. Well, the people of the Ruddles came out with (laughs) archaeology. In 2002, a second one came out called Can't Buy Me Lunch. Straight to DVD, but it was the original, The Ruddles. All You Need Is Cash, that really socked the Beatles and started this whole thing. And throughout the show today, I've got one after another after another. Cool. That's even if it's not making fun of a specific band, it's making fun of a genre. And we're gonna play a lot of them for you, if not the whole song, at least clips. Sweet. Here you go. We started off with the rattles. All you need is cash here on Rock School. Now, yesterday and today our theater's been jammed with newspapermen and hundreds of the dogs from all over the nation, and these veterans agree with me that the city never has witnessed the excitement stirred by these youngsters from Liverpool who call themselves the Ruttles. Now tonight, you're gonna to twice be entertained by them. Right now, and again in the second half of our show. Ladies and gentlemen, the Ruttles.
1: Let's hear it, Bob!
0: Coming out of the Ruddles, I would be remiss in terms of the Mm Ruddles if I didn't point out Frank Zappa's album, We're Only In It For The Money. Yeah. You see, Frank was going to do something called No Commercial Potential. Uh, If you look at Frank's, uh, what is it, Greatest Hits LP, it's called Strictly Commercial. So what he was trying to do was create a series of albums that had, quote, no commercial potential, specifically against his record label to show that he could have success off of that. Yeah. But it was all being recorded during Sgt. Pepper's. So what he did was change the whole thing. To be, we're only in it for the money, and if you look at it, it's blatantly a parody of the Beatles. Is it as good as the Ruddles? No, only because it isn't. It, it's Frank Zappa's music with the Beatles laid on top. Yeah. Whereas the Ruddles were right into the belly of the beast. Sweet. So let me give you another one, and I'm going to stay with the Beatles right now. Mm-hmm. Back in the 19, late 50s, early 60s, there was this fellow named Larry Parnes, who was really the first UK rock manager, and he had all of the big. People. Yeah. He had all of the early guys. Didn't have the Beatles, but he had all of them. And so what he was doing, I mean, he was an absolute hustler. Mm -hmm. And what he was doing was, this is the future. This is the new Shakespeare. Yeah. This is the new what Britain can do. This is what will take over the... And the thing is, he was so... It's not Shakespearean, but he was so overt Mm -hmm. in what he was talking about that even he became part of the parody. (laughs) So Larry Parnes Uh. was made fun of by Peter Sellers.
2: Oh, my gosh. Right, That's wonderful. Right.
0: The Peter Sellers. So when he made the statement that this is the new Shakespeare, this is the new thing that Britain will create, Peter Sellers came out and performed the Beatles as if they were Shakespeare.
2: Oh, my gosh.
0: What's wonderful about it is Peter Sellers' Shakespearean performance of Hard Day's Night was recorded and sent out as a single, and it made the top 40. No, it didn't. Here's Peter Sellers in Hard Day's Night on Rock School. Uh, What's all this, John? It's Peter <laughs> It has been a hard day's night, and I have been working like a dog. It's been a hard day's night. I should be sleeping like a log but when I get home to you I find the things
1: that you do will make me feel alright
0: you know I work all day to get you money to buy you things and it's worth it just to hear you say you'll give me everything that's why I love to come home cause when I get used that
1: you do
0: will make me All right. (laughs) We're talking about parody bands today here on Rock School, just for the hay of it, Mm -hmm. for no other reason than I happen to have this long list, and why not? Have you ever heard of the Bonzo Dog? Doodah Band.
2: No, I have not.
0: They're also called the Bonzos. No. No? No. Have you ever heard of Death Cab for Cutie?
2: You know I have?
0: Right. That's sort of an alternative band, and I've always kind of thought that was an interesting name. And before I researched this show, I never understood what Death Cab for Cutie meant. I don't know what it means. They, Death Cab for Cutie, have hit number one in a couple of Alternatives charts with the song soul meets body now here's the question mm-hmm. they are a really talented band so where in the world did they come up with the idea death cab for cutie well there was this band in the 1960s called the bonzo dog doodah band or just the bonzos stop and let
2: me laugh <laughs>
0: <laughs> On British TVs in the 1960s, and British TVs do not adjust your set, this band that was put together, and they were really good musicians, that's what I kept finding, this Bonzo do Bonzo Dog Doodah band right. would make fun of the bands of the day, but the biggest one they would make fun of was Elvis, and the best Elvis parody right. was something called Death Cab for Cutie. <laughs> so th- I'm, I know all of you oh. are sitting out there going, come on, man, bring this full circle. Oh, So this Bonzo Dog doodah band created a song called Death Cab for Cutie in order to make fun of... Elvis Presley. The King. And then a band referred to themselves as Death Cab for Cutie. Would you like to hear the original Death Cab for Cutie? Hit it. Yes, you know you would. It sounds like this. It's the Bonzos uh, here on Rock This is just one of the letters we've had requesting the Bonzo Dog Doodah Band. The other one's in my dressing room. (laughs) (laughs) But I expect you're wondering why I'm here.
1: Well, recently we've had a lot of complaints that Eric Idle has too often been rude about the Bonzo Dog Doodah Band. So they'll ask me to come along tonight and be rude about them instead. But you know, there's not a single hard word I can say against them. they are a wonderful lot of chaps to work with, really hard, tough workers, and I admire the kind of music and what they're trying to do. And this song they're coming up with now is one of my personal favorites. I've I've spun it many times on my little record player at home. It's a great, great number and it's called... um, (laughs) It's a wonderful number, it's it's, it's very popular, I, I like it a lot. Death Cab for Cuddles, yes, thank you. Cutie, Cutie. Cutie. I see, well here they are, the Bonzo
0: Dog Doodah Band from (laughs) Mitcham. a little bit of time before the first break, and let's play something from the band in terms of this idea of a parody band topic. Yeah. What is everybody saying? What do you think they're Spinal
2: saying? Spinal tap. Of Woo! course it's Spinal, Spinal tap. tap.
0: Rob Reiner's directorial debut, Christopher Guest, Michael McKeon, and Harry Shearer, they were from the album quote one of England's loudest bands. <laughs> My favorite scene by far yeah. is where they get lost under the stage. Oh! And there's some poor guy that's working for minimum wage that's mm-hmm. trying to just keep the soot off the ground. Yep, yep. And he keeps saying, you go turn left, you go to the... And they turn around and they're right with him and this poor fellow's like, ah, oh, you must have taken a wrong turn. That's right. Turn. <laughs> it is said that Stephen Tyler didn't find any humor in it, My guess is he was high as a kite uh, and didn't think that it was just a fake band. Mm-hmm. Alice Cooper said he was in a pod one time that wouldn't <laughs> open. And Rob <sighs> Halford of Judas Priest said every band has had a Spinal Tap moment. Yeah. His was that he was in Detroit. And he yelled, "Hello, Cleveland!" Oh, <laughs> and a roadie had to come get him. Oh, if he, look! If you grew up in Cleveland, you don't you you allowing someone to confuse you with Detroit. We're
2: not Detroit.
0: We're not Detroit. I also it's even love, a
2: song, isn't it?
0: I, it is. It's the bad. If you want to look it up on YouTube, it's the bad Cleveland tourism video i think it is my favorite though i say my favorite because i love that they get caught under the stage mm-hmm. but i also love the idea of the drummers dying yeah again and again and one of my favorites was stubby peeps <laughs> Great looking drummer. So let's play Spinal Tap. We're going to come back and believe it or not, there is a British equivalent to Spinal Tap. We'll play that out of the break. So here we go. Here's Spinal Tap on Rock School.
1: Stop wasting it.
0: Coming into the first break, we're doing a show about parody bands, and as I was looking through this, I ran into, on the YouTube device, people that are making a living taking two bands and pushing them together. For example, mm-hmm. Metallica. Cool. This is a mashup band that would play songs that are the Beatles and Metallica.
2: Would you go and see them? For, yes, you would.
0: I think it would be a fantastic All night. Right. Some of their songs are "The Thing That Should Not Let It Be," <laughs> and "And Justice for All My Loving." Go to YouTube. Get lost in these guys. Go down the rabbit hole. Betalica. So, for about twenty seconds, here's Betalica on Rock School. All right, then, coming out of Beatallica, here's another one called Mac Sabbath. This is McDonald's uh, and Black Sabbath what? references put together. They, they describe themselves as drive-through metal. The guitarist is Ronald Osborne. Give me a break. Slayer McCheese. The bassist is Grimalice. And the drummer is Cat Burglar, who also allows himself to be known as Peter Chris Cut Fries. Here for 20 seconds is Max Sabbath on Rock School. mashup band we're going to play for you hayseed dixie this is a band that performs bluegrass covers of hard rock songs they refer to it as rock grass for 20 seconds here you go on rockstar
1: Living easy, living free. Season ticket on the home way ride. Asking nothing, leave me be.
0: And be. there you have it, Rock School Radio listener, more bands. By the way, in the second break, we're going to have three more for you that mash up live. You got to know these people make a living at this. Yeah, we do. Which bothers me that my selling system didn't work, you know, it was a... Come on! It was a, a pyramid scheme. Oh God! Who's, who's listening to us on the Rock School Radio Show?
2: Charlatan University, Stevensville, Texas, KXTR KT
0: Excellent! Back in a minute here on Rock School. Okay, right before the break, if you remember, before I played the clips, I played Spinal Tap, you know? And I played one of the early Spinal Taps. Right. I hate to say the early Spinal Taps because... (laughs) Well, you know them all. I didn't play Big Bottoms or Sex Farm. I played, you know, Give Me Some Money with Stubby Peeps, uh, the first drummer who died in a bizarre gardening accident. Exactly.
2: It was so sad.
0: However... (laughs) in the UK mm-hmm. there was another fictional band called Bad News. What? And they were I mean they were Spinal Tap. I don't know how else to say it. It's, it's hard to believe these two things weren't created at the same time, but really? they weren't. Wow. Bad News was the name of the band. It was on Channel 4 Television. There was a series called The Comic Strip Presents. Uh, now, there's a whole bunch of these people. Vim Fuego was the lead guitarist. Vim
2: Fuego. Uh,
0: Edmondson. And it's the same thing as, you know, Spider Eight Legs Web uh-huh. was the drummer. And like Spinal Tap, they released songs. However... Unlike Spinal Tap, Uh they released a hit. It became, and this was a television fake, poorly created, were worse than they think they were. Love
2: it, love
0: it. Spinal Tap band. Comedy. But honest to goodness, they had a hit, meaning it made it into the top 40 in Britain. They redid queen's bohemian rhapsody i'm gonna play the whole song and i can only apologize because unlike spinal tap this is a song you know so it's really funny for the first 45 seconds and then it starts to be like okay got it Uh, got it Uh, here's bad news bohemian rhapsody on rock school
1: Gun up to his head! i pulled the trigger! Now he's dead, Mama! Life had just begun! But now I've got about it!
0: okay coming into the bottom of the hour just a little bit late as we talk about parody bands and I guess comedians who decided to make fun of those bands that they absolutely loved in the UK there is a musician called Brian Pern Brian Pern a life in rock it's a British comedy spoof about a fictional aging rock star, Brian Pern, yeah. who is the head of a progressive rock group of the 1970s called foch <laughs> yeah. Absolutely everybody. By the way, Simon Day is the name of the actual comedian. Uh-huh everybody knows exactly what it is it runs for four seasons and it is blatantly a shot at peter gabriel and early genesis to the point to the point where phil collins yeah records a show when the when the show finally ends after four years yeah phil collins records a, a sort of a nicety To Brian Pern. Now, you can't see it on the audio I'm going to play, and I'm only going to play a little bit of audio. You can't see it, but the whole time he, Phil Collins, is holding up past his face slowly (laughs) a copy of his autobiographical book. Oh, my gosh. So, look, here's about 10, 20 seconds of Phil Collins making fun of Brian Pern who's actually Simon Day who is the lead singer of the band Thatch man that took a long walk back in 20 seconds Brian Pern was a one-off he was a gifted
1: musician a great songwriter and possibly the best frontman ever in Thatch i can think of three brians in rock music and he was certainly one of them. So
2: it's not the guy that's on the uh, Christmas show, huh? No. You know who I'm talking about?
0: Yes, I do. The rock star that's
2: <clears throat> getting a reboot.
0: Three, two, and there you have it. Love it. Brian Pern of Thatch. I'm sure, <laughs> look, I don't speak British, but I'm uh... sure Thoughtch has some terrible... It doesn't sexual sound Sexual innuendo. Let's do seven days and 70 seconds. Here are the rock and roll dates, March 29th through April 4th. You got Monday, Tammy. Go. March 29th, 2020,
2: the Living Room Concert for America with Elton John, Miley Cyrus, and others. It was streamed and raised money for food banks at the beginning of COVID.
0: March 30th, 2013, producer Phil Ramone dies. Mm-hmm. To that point,
2: Aww. please
0: look for a book by Glenn Berger titled "Never Say No to a Rock Star," it's all about his apprenticeship under Phil Ramone. March 31st,
2: 1974, Tom Petty marries Jane Benyo and you know what? The story goes that Stevie Nicks asked Jane when she and Tom met. You know what she said?
0: The age of seventeen. Yeah, you knew that. Cool. Yes, but because of her thick accent, uh-huh. Nicks heard it as. The Edge of Seventeen, loved the phrase, and wrote a song around it. Yeah, she did. April 1st, ladies and gentlemen, happy 25th birthday to the woman standing next to me, Tammy Jo Owens-Burns. April 2nd, Gnarls Barkley's Crazy becomes the first number one to get their solely on downloads. April 3rd, 1995, The Real Player is released. Anybody remember that? No, no, no. The first true streaming as download system. And then finally, April 4th, 1960.
2: you let me do this one. Go ahead. Elvis pulls an all-nighter at RCA Studio B and records a full six songs, Yeah, one of which is... Are you lonesome tonight? You
0: know, that's the thing. I don't know how to do it. What's the thing? I don't know how to do it, but I think there's a show. Because you talk about. All Nighters? Just that.
2: That's crazy, man. The
0: Beatles would record a song in a day. Elvis would record six songs in a day because the idea was start the tape or start the um, acetate cutting disc. And it was one, two, three, go, boys. Woo. And I'm thinking to myself, there's got to be a show in there somewhere gotta be, I just gotta haven't be. put it together. On the BBC, as we talk about fake bands or bands that make fun of other bands, in 2007, it then graduated to an HBO show, The Flight of the Concords. It only lasted a couple seasons, and to be honest, I didn't really care for them. Right?
2: No. They were okay. I
0: tried it.
2: No, I thought they were funny.
0: But I have to tell you, the parodies of David Bowie uh-huh. that they did were wonderful. Yeah, brilliant. Brilliant. Here you go. Flight of the Concords here on rock School. Byways
1: and Mission from David Bowie. Nipple antenna Do you read me, Lieutenant Byway? To and they think, think it's pretty cool. Oh, well. mm-hmm. yeah. oh, okay, Bowie, what was that sound? I don't know, but I'll have to turn my ship around. Ooh, it's the craziest scene Yeah, I'm picking it up on my LSD screen Can you see the stratosphere ringing? To the choir of oh, Afronauts, Afronauts Sing, yeah Buries in space. Always in space, bowie, 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 bowie. in space, Inna,
0: Coming into the second break, let's talk about a few more of these bands that go ahead and push two genres or two bands together in order to... I guess create a new parody band right there is one out there called the international superheroes of hardcore (laughs) this is a little tough unless you're a monstrous punk not only punk speed punk fan this runs into a little bit of trouble they have a song called seat belt which is their big hit In quotes, believe me. Oh boy! So when you listen to it, it's one of those like going to see Ingvae Moundstein play. Uh I got it after about three songs. So ego is the international superheroes of hardcore in about twenty seconds.
1: You might think it looks stupid, but the ISHC we think it's cool. Yeah, yeah, it's great to break. Smash ahead! Perfect for free of life! You try and pretend you get hit from behind. You cross all the wreck. Perfect for free of life and put a broken egg. See, bow see Never forget, never forget,
0: nor see, bell, see. There you have it, the international superheroes of hardcore. There's a bunch of other songs if you're interested there is also the jimmy homeless experience what not jimmy hendrix experience homeless? ladies and gentlemen the jimmy homeless experience oh, dear. it is quote a comedy rock act created produced and managed by john kenyal the band performs mainly in and around hollywood and has released a full-length parody album of Jimi Hendrix's biggest hits entitled are you homeless it was released August 23 2007 40th anniversary of Hendrix's LP and every song has the lyrics rewritten as if someone is homeless here ladies and gentlemen for 20 seconds is a Jimmy homeless experience
1: Trash i sit down
0: next to in a one more before we call it quits. The Aquabats. Oh, do it. A-Q-U-A-B-A-T-S. Please capitalize the B. I don't know. You got me. I have no idea. They they seem to be alternative. They seem to be a little geek rock. But they are way out there. I mean, they are beyond the pale. Ladies and gentlemen, 20 seconds of The Aquabats. Attack! The man
1: we captured has escaped. Stun back, man. I don't wanna hurt you too much. I get my reps in, cause I'm a little weapon. Whoa, 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 yeah. Understand I'm the man with these big fat power hands. Tiger claw
0: basses, crush them all, bigger tall, make them crawl, I'm fantastic man. Oh, and there you have it, ladies Ooh. and gentlemen, <laughs> the Aquabats. I could listen to the Jimmy Homeless experience, but yeah. the Aquabats man Not so much. Wow, kids, uh, who's listening to us on the Rock School Radio Show?
2: K-W-I-T-K-O-J-I, Sioux City,
0: Iowa. Superb. Back in a minute here on Rock School. The right. Right, coming out of the break, we got to do a real quick break. Play a song. We'll be back and do our last break of the show. I mentioned way at the beginning that when, when I was talking about the Ruttles, mm-hmm. that I would be remiss if I didn't point out Frank Zappa's We're Only In It For The Money. Yeah. I'm going to play a Frank Zappa tune for do you it. from We're Only In It For The Money, and you can't miss it. It is. It sounds like something the Beatles would play, all the da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da, all the different elements in it and so here you go it's frag zappa here on rock school
1: wait till the fire turns green wait till the fire turns green
0: this would be a little bit of vocal teenage heaven right here on earth okay going into the last break those of you who are fans Of parody bands can probably pick out the one we haven't talked about. No, it's not Guar. No, it's not Steel Panther, who, by the way, are making fun of Van Halen. Yeah, they are. Steel Panther is. (sighs) The one I'm going to play is Tenacious D. Really? Yeah, it's Jack Black and Kyle Gass. They came out of Mr. Show with Bob and David, which I never. was really wonderful Mm -hmm. and tenacious D then were given their own show and I never thought that was wonderful I'm just one of those people tenacious D doesn't land for me now don't get me wrong I like some of their music not too too long ago tenacious D did a copy of the time warp from Rocky Horror Picture Show and Jack Black was brilliant there's also a Jack Black section inside of the uh, Owl uh, parody. What is it? Uh, because I'm happy, but he did it as yeah. tacky. I'm
2: tacky, yeah. And he's
0: beautiful. He really is. Oh, It is wonderful. Tenacious D doesn't send me over the rainbow. All right. It says here Tenacious D was named after Marv Albert. He's an NBA announcer. You might know him. He used to say Tenacious Defense again and again. Oh, okay. So they called themselves Tenacious D. But here's the thing. They're, they're kind of a spinal tap, but the L.A. music scene embraced them. They opened for the Foo Fighters. They opened for Pearl Jam. They opened for Beck. And it's kind of this blurred line between what I think Jack Black is attempting to be a real rock band. Yeah. But he has to keep his foot in the comedy. Right. Or it won't be accepted. So, I don't know what to think of them. I really, really don't. They had a, a movie called The Pick of Destiny, Destiny. It's okay. They went on tour and they sold places out. The one song that you probably know, if anything, mm-hmm. is Tribute. And I, I again, I would love to just sit here and blab all over them. I just don't get them. Gotcha. It seems okay. And in terms of a joke, to me at least, it's okay, but it's not spinal tap. It's not brilliant to the point of disbelief. So that wraps it up. We're going to finish with uh, Tenacious D. I'm Joe Burns. I'm Tammy Burns. You know, half the time I say these things hoping that... Mr. Gas or Mr. Black will give me a call and go, yeah. How dare you say those things right. about me? To which you know I'm going to crumble like a jello pudding. And, yes, Mr. D. No, I'm you s- won't. Sorry. Be strong. Be I'm strong. Sorry. I'm sorry. Please talk to me on my radio show. Here you go. It's Tenacious D and classes dismissed. You know, we played uh, Stockholm last night 98% sausage. It's true. It was a sausage convention.
1: Yeah. A lot of girls go out or something. That's okay, dude. We rock whoever comes. We rock the block every time. <laughs>